Hello, everybody. This is Mike Adrianson from the Manhattan Minute podcast, and I'm here with my co-host, uh, Carrie Mitchiff. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? So thanks again for uh, doing this with me. We're definitely on pace to do it a lot more than I used to do it. Yes. So I used to do it uh, like every month or so, but now that's only been since December 26th. So. Yeah. Well, I will stay on it. Yeah. And it's a new year, so happy new year to everybody. Yes. Happy new year. Uh, how did the ball drop go? It went great. Uh, we brought that back. I mean, it's no new thing. It's not a new idea or an invention or anything, but uh, it hasn't been going on for a while with the pandemic. And talking to the township, they decided to try it again this year, and it was a huge success. So uh, the bonfire was great. It probably had a few hundred people out there. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I think with um, next year, everyone kind of knows it's back, so it'll, it'll just grow and grow again. So. Yeah, and Gallagher's had some fireworks. Uh, yeah, I've seen some fireworks over that area. Yeah. I'm not sure who had them, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, they, they looked uh, nice. They were, yeah. It was a nice show. Good. I'm glad it was a great turnout. Yeah. So we're here to talk about anything that's going on in Manhattan. And like we always say, if you have anything, it's a hot topic or an issue or anything you want to hear us talk about, uh, that's what we're going to start doing. And also in the future, we're going to start having people be able to call in uh, almost live. We can't do live in case someone calls in and, and is a goofy, uh, a goofy uh, statement or something. So it'll be close to being live. And then we do have a special guest, I think, coming on tonight, today, right? Yes, we do. We have Daniel Casper from the Manhattan Weather Channel. He'll be joining us soon. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's uh, got a lot of information, especially about the weather, and he's a local person, so that's good to hear. Yeah, he's very involved in the town, so he'll have some input for us. Oh, definitely. So let's start off, and uh, I heard that the Manhattan and Piatone Fire Department merged. Yeah, they did. That yeah. uh, just happened recently. Actually, I think it was maybe November, but I'm just getting through all my files and stuff. But yeah, what I understand is the Piatone Fire Department dissolved, and Manhattan took it over. So now it's all considered the Manhattan Fire District. So I hope to uh, reach out to uh, Chief Malone here soon, and we can get him on the show and just have him go through everything, what they plan to do, and how, how the merger works, and how it affects us in Manhattan here, I guess. Yeah, that'd be great for him to explain it to us. And then there's a chili cook-off coming? Yeah, I was just talking to the police chief. I know um, he came up with this last year to uh, have the fire department versus the police department. And then I thought it'd be a great idea to invite just regular, um, I don't want to say regular residents, but you know, just uh, residents to get involved. And we had about 10 or 12 people that signed up. It was actually at the Roadhouse 52, and it, it was a great turnout. We had a bunch of chili... Um, you know, uh, entries and hopefully uh, this year, we don't know if it's going to be April again. I think it was like one of the first weekends in April, uh, but you never know what the weather. So if it's really nice out, I know a lot of people will want to probably be outside and yeah. enjoying the warm. So hopefully maybe March, end of March sometime, we'll, we'll have more details to come after um, another few weeks. Okay, great. We'll, we'll let you guys know as soon as we have more information. We have an election coming up. Yeah, uh, April 4th. And that's for trustees? Yeah, three trustees are uh, up for re-election. I know um, currently two of them are uh, have not decided to run for yeah. re-election. I mean, Mike Naughton's been here. He was mayor for four years, and then I, I want to say he was a trustee now for 28 years. Wow. So he's been an asset to the community and a lot of good, uh, a lot of good um, what do you say, insight and you know, very educated on Manhattan, and well, he's very educated anyway. He's an attorney, but yes, yes. you know, he's he's done a lot of uh, a lot of good for Manhattan, and it's, it's sad to see him go. But everyone has to retire at some time. And then uh, Aaron McDonough decided not to run. Uh, you know, she's focused on a lot of stuff with her kids and stuff, and um, you know, she's done a lot of good work here too. So it's sad to see both of them go. I worked well with them, and uh, wish them what you know well in the future. 
Okay, great. We really appreciate the time that they did put in, and then we'll see who is running this next time for the election Tuesday, April 4th. Yep. So uh, in February, we have a downtown redevelopment open house coming. Can you explain what that is? Yeah, we're, we've been working on it with Farnsworth Group, the board and myself, uh, along with obviously Mark Nelson and everybody here. And uh, we've been working with Farnsworth Group to come up with a, a nice detailed plan of what the downtown area could be in the future. And we're not talking about just getting rid of everybody that's down there. We want to embrace who's down there and help their business by uh, just building around them and bringing more people that way. So hopefully uh, it was supposed to be in January and that got scratched because it just wasn't ready and we want to make sure it's right. So hopefully we'll get that out February 21st between um, 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. at the Village Hall board meeting room. It'll be an open house. Uh, the Most of the trustees will be there anyway because we have a meeting that night. So we'll go over it, and we want we want feedback from the community. We already talked to the business owners and stakeholders and owners of the buildings and stuff like that, and the village board. So hopefully, uh, you know, we'll get some good imp- input from the community. Yeah, it'd be great if you want to have your opinions heard. Show up for that. Yeah, there's a you know a lot of stuff going on. We're we're always working, and I know it, I try to keep everyone updated, and it's it's um, but there's always a lot going on at the village hall. I mean, board members are working on things. Myself, the staff. It's just um, you know, believe it or not, a small town. There's a lot uh, going on. Yeah, that's great. Very busy, and we'll yeah. always keep you guys informed of what's coming up and what you can get involved in on here. Um, there's a few things that I wanted to let everyone know about the HHH Ranch on Bruns Road, 14101 West Bruns. They're having um, a training for volunteers. So if anyone age four and up is interested in volunteering at the ranch, they have training for the different things that they have available for people to do there. So that's Saturday, January 21st from 12 to 2. Oh, okay, cool. I'll yeah. Check it out. And then there's also a police self-defense class coming. Yeah, they call it a woman's self-defense class, which, you know, I think anyone could probably go. But, um, you know, I, this came about, you know, I have a young daughter and uh, me and a police chief were talking. And it's just uh, the way the world is right now, it's it's always uneasy. And if you can give them any type of um, insight on how to, you know, defend themselves in a situation and also just be smart about things. Don't go to a stranger's house, obviously. You know, a 13 to 16 year old person is almost an adult, but you know, you can't be going to a stranger's house that you met online or anything like that. So just try to reiterate, you know, the cautious, uh, let someone know, uh, take someone with you. Right. And where you're going to be and make good decisions. Yeah. And I'm sure they get told that all the time. It's just, yeah, let's do it again and keep telling them. Yep. So that's (laughs) Saturday, January 14th from nine to 11. Yeah. At Anna McDonald school and the gymnasium there. All right, great. So you, you can sign up. I know if you didn't get a chance to sign up and it's last minute, I'm sure if you stop by, we'll be able to you know squeeze you in if it's a yeah. few people. Great. All right, do you want to talk about a few hot topics? Yeah, there's been a few things. Uh, and you know we get a lot of our information, I know, as you know, on, on Facebook yes. just because it's it's accessible and it's, uh, a lot of people around here, we don't have like a news feed or anything. So. Right, yep. Um, there were some water main breaks. Yeah, we had two water main breaks, uh, one over by Marion Street, and I know that there was uh, some concern that the, you know, the same area always seems to break. Well, that is true, the same area, but it's not the same exact location on the pipe. So every time it happens, it's on the same pipe, but it happens in different locations nearby. So it might be a foot or two feet away, and they go there and they they um, properly repair them. And just so everyone knows, I know that there's sometimes people think, well, why don't you just replace it if it's been fixed four times? 
Well, when it's when it's fixed so many times, it gets put on a list, and then we go out and we say, okay, this is the funding we need. And just so everyone knows, right around BP on Manhattan Road, from BP to Gauger, that run of water main roughly is about a million dollars to replace. Wow. Yeah, so that's the reason why we don't, oh, it broke one time, let's just change the whole pipe right, because yeah. it's it's just never going to be uh, cost effective. So we do as much as we can to maintain it. We do have a list going where you know certain ones are priority to be replaced, and we did put in two for a grant. Okay. So, I'm hopeful that, um, you know, we always talk about grants and it takes forever. <laughs> and waiting. But, yeah, but that's one of our focus, especially uh, we have our new uh, village administrator, Nick Palmer, Mark Nelson, and, and John Tech. They all work together with the engineers and stuff, and they stay on top of the uh, the grant process and make sure that if anything comes available, we submit it, we stay on them, that, you know, we don't want to let things slide through the cracks so we could be getting money from, right. you know. Yep. Well, good job working on all those grants. Yeah. I know it takes a lot of time and patience. Oh, yeah. Uh, was there something that happened with a pay style ride situation? Yes, uh, and I'm glad that this came to my attention. We, uh, you know, we did a contract with Pace, and it, we share it with other municipalities. But it, it's a it's a system where you call up and you schedule an appointment to get a ride somewhere, and it costs you four dollars, and then we take the rest of the the bill, so we cover it. So it's good for residents if you have a car that breaks down, if you have a doctor's appointment and you can't get a ride, or you don't have a light, whatever the reason is, you right. can take advantage of this. It's supposed to be really easy. Literally, dial a ride. So yeah. you call. Well, this happened, and it was a, just a little mix-up. Uh, she called, and they wanted like a six- to eight-week application process oh. for the in-person meeting. It was something totally wrong, and right. it, it happened to be on Pace's end where uh, the call center just made a little mistake. It's not a huge deal, but uh, thankful that Pace got on it right away. They called us. They called the resident, and they scheduled it right away with no problems. So now we're going to meet with them and bring all the staff and myself and the elected officials up to speed on what this is and how easy it should be. Yeah, how it works. So in the future, so I'm going to follow up next week after she, uh, this lady that I don't want to mention her name, but yeah. you know, she uh, had an issue and, and we ended up fixing uh, the issue and she got everything scheduled. So hopefully, you know, I'll follow up in the next week and make sure that everything's good and we'll, you know, educate myself and the staff and the board to know how to handle this right. in the future because... It's important. Yeah, great. I'm glad somebody is able to utilize that, and we'll oh, yeah. just keep spreading the word on that so everyone knows about it. Yeah. And then uh, one of the biggest hot topics for Manhattan in general is Irish Fest, which oh, yeah. is coming soon. Yep. We just had our first meeting last week, and um, they're ready to go. Same thing. Hopefully, it's 70 degrees again. That yeah, was, that uh, would be beautiful. Yeah, that was amazing. So they're doing a, a lot of a lot of work to get that one one event done. It's unbelievable how much they do, but they also have. The parade and um, the 5K, the same thing as usual, uh, same times. What, what is the date again? It's March. March uh, 3rd and 4th. March 3rd and 4th, yeah. So that's perfect. It, yeah. Hopefully it's warm. And I know that they're accepting applications for vendors for the craft show. So if you are looking to do that, oh yeah, we'll get you on there. And they're always looking for volunteers. Uh, they work. It's a charity so fundraiser. So yeah. They, right. They need so many volunteers. That's all I got. Guess who's here? Dan Casper from the Manhattan Weather Channel. Dan's here. Yeah, yeah thanks for joining <laughs> us, Dan. I really appreciate it. Thank you. So um, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? I mean, you lived in Manhattan your whole life. Did you grow up here? No, I grew up in New Lenox. New Lenox, okay. Um, I moved out here in 2005. Uh, absolutely love it. This is one of the best little communities in the entire area to live in. Yes, I it agree. is. Um, I've been very happy. And... Uh, 
I just enjoy the company that people are here. We made a lot of great friends. Um, it is a tight community. It's like everyone helps out each other. Yeah, you know, it, you- it's amazing. And you know what? From there's been a few weather disasters uh, that have taken place, not only around here locally. Uh, but even down in, in uh, Kentucky uh, last year, we had two I big that. tornado drives, which yes. you helped out. It's amazing yeah. the amount of people from Manhattan that came out and contributed money. They contributed diapers, clothes, water. It's just, it was unbelievable. Two and there was one in Joplin, yeah. Joplin, too, that we were all a big part of. Part right? of, and then also Diamond, Illinois, when it tornado yes. hit down there yep. a number of years ago. So. Manhattan uh, is always gracious that the people here in the community do all pull together all the time for especially a natural disaster. Which yeah, is that's one really of the things see. I love about living yeah. here. So yeah, and what uh, made you decide to start the weather? I know you're. Are you a meteorologist or? Is I minored in meteorology at Columbia okay. College. Tom Skilling was actually one of oh, my teachers. Cool. Oh, I never uh, heard that. <laughs> always been a. You never heard that, really? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I've been a weather enthusiast all my life, but uh, when I moved out here. Um, we've seen some wicked storms out here. We had some tornadoes out here, and we really were getting ignored by the Chicago media. And uh, quite frankly, nothing was getting reported. And it was my felt it was my duty to start some type of weather service out here so that people can be informed. And then so when severe weather occurs, uh, we either are in our studio and reporting it, or we go out in our uh, chase vehicle and then film it live and report live as the yeah. storms are coming in. And people greatly appreciate it. Yes. If they're out of town, if they're oh, yeah. on vacation, right? Or you have family they can in that area. See what's going on where nobody yeah. can do that, but we do that, and that's right. our duty uh, to serve the community. No, it's a great job. Everyone, uh, you have a lot of followers. You have a lot of people that view your stuff. And We're up almost thirty-seven thousand. Wow. Right yeah. I mean, so even if 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 I have a, a relative that lives in this area and I'm in Florida, let's say, I could always follow your page and see. Yeah. Hopefully, the storm is good. Get some feedback on what's going on right away. We we are we are getting so many people actually now that are from way out from our area. They're up watching the page. It's hard to get them a hit follow. I don't know what it is, but they. Yeah. Last winter. Well, do you hear that? Try to hit follow. If you yeah. um, can check out the Manhattan Weather Channel on Facebook, I'm putting a little plug in here for you, Dan. But <laughs> you know, if you could just uh, follow that and, and click follow, that would, that would help out they a lot. They get all of our notifications. You get everything. And yeah, but even weather. if they don't hit follow, you know that's the first place they're going when nope. they hear that there's well, weather coming. Well, we should hope so because we have our heart and soul into it. And then when uh, uh, severe weather is occurring, we are there. I mean, we're doing this pretty much now 24-7. I've given up a lot of my... All your time. Video <laughs> business uh, to, to run this thing. Yes. And uh, I, I, I'm not going to get rich off of it. I'm actually poor. <laughs> Dan <laughs> but, is poor. But yeah. It, yeah, you know I'm poor. But it, yeah. it, it, I, feel good to, <laughs> yep. I feel good to uh, serve the community. And I think it's very important because, again, nobody out here is doing it. Um, I think we've been left behind. So Most small towns, though, you know, we're very lucky to have you because most small towns don't have their own weather no, they focus. Don't. You no, know? they don't. And if yeah. they do have one, it, it's it's very minimal. Right. I mean, we've I've invested a lot of time and money into the studio, into the, the I, I hate to call it a chase vehicle because I'm not a storm chaser. I would call it a weather observation vehicle. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so we observe yeah. the weather. Uh, but one of our biggest thing is is that we are what we call a weather ready nation program, and we are affiliated with the National Weather Service yes. through that program. And what's very important about that is if the National Weather Service puts out a watch or a warning, it means absolutely nothing if nobody gets that watch or warning. Correct. So it's one of our duties to work close with the National Weather Service to get that word out there. And that way people are informed of what's coming. And then we try to give out 10 to 12-day outlooks. You know, we're not guaranteeing that this stuff's going to hit. or no, like, right. like this past snowstorm, for, uh, four days leading up to it, 
all the miles were showing a big bomb going off here. Basically, yeah, it was a foot of snow or twelve inches. I don't know if it was twelve oh, inches or a foot. But and then, yeah. and then the last two days before the storm hit, it that all shifted to the east. But we still got, which I was always worried about, was the strong winds and the right. deadly cold temperatures. Oh, yeah. Right. And uh, so we got two out of the three. Um, and, that, that and that's that's weather for you, right? But, oh, pe- yeah. but people still had to alter their plans. You know, I right. knew people that got out of here early to go to vacation, you know, yes. for Christmas. Yeah. Well, I look at it like I'd rather be ready and not, not have anything. Just, you know, when you look at people that are wait around and I'm going to wait out a hurricane down right. in Florida yep. and then they're, they're you know, it's catastrophe. Then, yeah. I mean, they should have just drove up north for a few days, but right. that's not always easy to do either, you know. Right. But we are proud to be uh, part of the Weather Ready Nation program. And a lot of other things we do, too, um, besides the weather, we, are, we try to be as involved with the community as possible. So if there's a nonprofit out there, you know, that you guys can go ahead and send me a flyer. Uh, there's no charge to that whatsoever. We can post it for you to, to help get your organization noticed out there because we do have a big following. Right, and even myself as a sponsor for my real estate business, I know you've come to uh, one of my listings before and done yeah. video for me. It's just a yes. nice... Yeah, feature live for your sponsors, yeah. yeah. We try to do that, and then we also do try to do some fun things in the community. We work with the dog rescues. Yes. Uh, any of your craft shows out here, we try to come out and do a live to get people to come out there and, and support the support. event. Yeah. Exactly. And then um, we also do fun things like trivia night. We're going to be doing a circuit of those again this uh, okay. summer. And we're also just coming up here the first Monday of February, we're going to be at Roadhouse 52 where we are going to um, team up with uh, atomic.com they do bingo and we're going to have our sponsors that are are providing um gifts and stuff to hand out and it'll be a lot of oh, fun so the manhattan fun. bingo night and that's at Is that six on a, o'clock a weekday or friday night friday the first night. friday of february february 6th i love oh, okay. bingo come yeah. on out it starts at six o'clock you get there early so you get a seat that's <laughs> okay great go. atomic uh, bingo it's called yeah. <laughs> I, I will be donating a gift card for that well i sure hope so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you always do i'm always yeah. teasing you <laughs> i am happy to do it but so, yeah. um Go ahead. No, I was just saying, uh, you know, thanks for coming on and uh, explaining how you got started with this. It, it is a great thing. Uh, you know, we lo- always look at it when we're having a storm come on. We want to know what's going on. We go right to the Weather Channel, you know, Manhattan Weather Channel. So. Oh, yeah. Manhattan's and Dan. Manhattan's and Dan. That's yeah. the two news sources right yeah. here in the same room. <laughs> um, there is something very important coming up, though. We will start be doing severe weather seminars, believe it or not. We're, we're not even a third I know you though. did that with the uh, senior luncheon the one time. That was pretty well, good. We've got a huge one coming up. We'll tell you about that in a okay. second. But uh, uh, we, we will have a series of severe weather seminars. So if you're in high school, we do. We go out to Lincoln Way High School. We went out to Piatone. We went out to great schools, uh, Will County um, Farm Bureau. So if, if there's any organization out there that, that would like us to come out and do a, a severe weather seminar for you, we don't charge for that at all. Um, I, I enjoy doing them and, and informing people. Again, that's one of our goals is to keep people in the area informed. But uh, right now the National Weather Service is working on a really big one for uh, March 30th, which will be held at Lincoln Way West. Oh, we don't cool. have cool. the exact times yet, but uh, it will be in the evening. And we, from what I heard, there's going to be an expo, an expo right before the uh, seminar, probably for an hour or two. And it'll have businesses that, that deal with wellness and health and safety. Okay. Well, and good. the National Weather Service, which always does a fantastic job of uh, 
doing these severe weather events. It'll be about an hour, hour and a half. And you can actually get certified to be a trained weather spotter. And that's what So that's what about. they're about is uh, teaching people how to spot oh, yeah. severe Absolutely. weather? Yeah. Okay. And, and Will County will be there. I'm sure Manhattan's EMA will be out there. The police department There's going to be a lot of fire trucks, touch a truck type of Yeah, event. when you get the details, uh, let me know. Yeah, I'll, we, I'll share it internally. And then also we'll put it on the podcast. We'll put it on our Facebook. Yeah, we'll we put it on be, our website. We're just waiting for the National Weather Service and uh, the EMA. It's either Will County or New Lenox to get the whole thing together and oh, we'll okay. go from there. Great. Oh, great. Thank you, Dan. You're welcome. So we have a couple things uh, I think that me and Carrie were in the middle of talking about, and Dan walked in, which is no big deal. We love having Dan here. We but, love you, Dan. Uh, That's it. You I'm know, leaving. No. <laughs> the one thing is um, the Manhattan Historical Society has their museum open on Sunday, January 15th, from noon to 3. And if you haven't been there, you should check it out. It's pretty amazing. I mean, we have this right in our uh, small town here, and, and they do – endless hours of work to get this thing ready so if you get a chance it's pretty big if you could walk in there and check it out it's over there uh right on uh right next to fritz's basically if you don't know where it's at and i've been talking to Kadri. she does a lot of hard work over there and i asked her to give me some stories from the past so i could share at least one here every episode and she was telling me about uh, a time that really shows you that history repeats itself so in uh, January, January of 1894, there was a smallpox epidemic. Oh, wow. Uh, with our recent coronavirus outbreak, I feel like the village of Manhattan and the residents handled it ex- extremely well. Um, but this smallpox outbreak over 100 years ago was a bit more dramatic. But people just did the best that they could with what they knew. By this time in our history, we had a train that connected from Chicago all the way to Manhattan. And uh, it was used to help people travel but also to deliver many goods in this case a young woman who lived and worked in chicago had arrived to town she was waiting for her father to arrive with a train car full of furniture from the world's fair and uh, the furniture was going to be sold at a store in manhattan called mcclure's Hmm. so the daughter ended up being sick with smallpox and uh Rumor has it that she got it from the big retail store that she worked at in Chicago because about eight or nine people there had recently gotten sick. So everyone was kind of panicking here in Manhattan. And when the Board of Health found out about her being sick, they put up a sign on the store that said that she had smallpox. And it did not help the furniture sale go very well. So Mr. Turner was not happy about this, and he threatened to sue the village for ruining his sale. It's amazing. I mean, you, you mentioned the Board of Health. I can't believe, I, I guess I never thought about it. They're, they're yeah. around 100 years ago. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's something that just came out, you know, maybe 20, 40 years ago. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm jumping real quick. If nobody has been yet to the historical building here, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. I know. I went there, I did a live feed actually on the Weather Channel, I think a year or two ago. And you go in, from the outside, it looks small. You go in there, it's huge. Yeah, it's but really cool. The amount of history, there's things I never knew about. Yep. Man, you know, Manhattan was this was not the original location of Manhattan, it was actually a couple miles east of here. Yeah, and there's just things like that. And we had a movie theater, I didn't know any. I of know that. when yeah. I was selling that country flooring building, I went over there, and that was a theater, right? Yeah, I did so much research on what used to be there because I love history. Yeah, is it haunted? Uh, I can't tell you. Yeah. Well, the Historical <laughs> Society has a historical book that they put out. And uh, if you read it, I mean, I read it, it. There's a lot of a lot of things in Manhattan. I mean, you look at, um, you know, like you said, all the thriving businesses back then. And not only that, there was one time a, a train was coming through and there was, a, I, I believe it was a doctor. I'd have to double check. This has been a while. It's my memory. But he, there was a incident with the train broke down. Someone needed help. He got off and 
he ended up settling here and just he became mayor. So yeah. it was one of our first <laughs> wow. four Is that mayors. What you did no, yeah. Yeah. no. I uh, I moved here by choice, you know. So I wasn't yes. <laughs> it wasn't an accident. <laughs> We're glad you did. Yeah. So go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Um. Yeah. So that's about it. He was going to sue the village for ruining his furniture sale, and then he didn't. I guess she got a second opinion from another doctor that it was, in fact, smallpox, and then it kind of just went away. But I thought it was interesting, and I was wondering if there's going to be any stories 100 years from now that anybody would tell about how we handled COVID. Yeah, that's I'm 100% it will, but it's a little more documented than it was back then. Right. You mentioned the World Fair, World's Fair uh, furniture. The, the furniture was made out of the wood from the World's Fair? Is that what it was? Or No, I think it said it was, it was purchased just, okay. at the World's Fair. Because yeah. Uh, I know the uh, Round Barn over there by uh, Round Barn Park was built with wood from the World's Fair, oh, yeah, I believe. That's and great. I just, you know, I don't have all the details right now, but I'm just shooting from the hip yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it, a lot of history here. A lot of people, uh, you know, that came and helped Manhattan even back then, and now it's uh, still continuing on. So, do you think that a hundred years from now people will be talking about us doing this podcast? Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Maybe now that we got the Manhattan I Weather won't be Channel talking on about it a week from now. Right. So, yeah. Um, but check out the Historical Society. That building is so cool. Everything they have in there is so it's cool. It's awesome. It is really. I mean, yeah. you walk in there and it's big inside. There's tons yeah. of rooms in there. I know. It just but goes just on. But the stuff you learn is just fantastic. I know the first time I went there, I bought a T-shirt that said, Where in the world is Manhattan, Illinois? I remember those. And then they stopped selling yeah, them there. Uh, so then I redesigned them, and they now sell them at the Southside Tobacco i seen them vape. in there. I designed those shirts, but you can, for like 20 bucks, you can buy them. They're pretty cool looking. Wow. I didn't but yes, know you I did copied that. that off of the Historical Society's t shirts. <laughs> did you get the copyrights for that? Or I yeah. did not. <laughs> or do we have to sue you now? <laughs> <laughs> That's well, all I have for this week. Yeah, no, it, it, this went well. Uh, Dan, do you have any uh, closing remarks? I uh, just want to thank everybody in Manhattan who's been super supportive of the Manhattan Weller Channel. Um, again, if you guys ha ever have any questions, um, there's so many people that have events coming up in the summer. Don't be afraid to message or email me. They, a lot of people, hey, we got a birthday party we're planning outside next week. What's the weather going to be? Especially if yeah. you're one of his sponsors. And if you're not one of his sponsors, what are you waiting for? Right. Um, yeah, we, we can always. Let me talk to you a little bit about the, the funding of that. Um, last year, it cost us roughly twenty-one grand to run the Manhattan Weather Channel. We expected to go up, and that's without more. your labor. Yeah, and we expected <laughs> to go up more because of, of everything going up in the cost of living and everything else. So it's getting nuts. And uh, our sponsors um, do help pay for that cost, which is very beneficial to us because without that, we couldn't run the channel. And like I said, I've given up a lot of my personal video, time, video business. I've given up right. weddings now to run this, and the reason why is if I'm doing a wedding on the weekend and we have a big storm coming in. We've gotten so many people now that have turned to depend on the yeah, Manhattan people Weather are Channel. Relying on you. And if I'm not there to report that, it, it does no good. So right. I've given up income to do that. And the sponsorship, I might make a little extra compared to what our expenses might which yeah. would help out a little bit. But yeah. it's come to the point where I think it's my duty to do this. And I love doing it for the community. And people depend on it. So I, I really appreciate the sponsors who sponsored, we have a lot of people who send in donations too. Yeah. You are welcome. Yes, <laughs> Mike, when are you sponsoring me? I don't know. I got to wait until I save up enough. I mean, it, you know, <laughs> things, things are rougher. You don't. You don't have a business. <laughs> no, so. I know. Um, but no, again, we greatly appreciate not only Manhattan but the surrounding communities. I mean, it's just been awesome. The the amount of people who have come to our page and who likes us and depends on us, and that's what we want to keep going. Quality. 
uh, forecasting and make sure it's accurate and dependable. And we no. appreciate yeah, your we appreciate time. It. Yep. And so, everything you do for the community. Problem. I enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah. No, thanks for coming on. And uh, thank you again, Carrie, for uh, assisting me in co-hosting this, uh, you know, updated show. I love it. You know, it's a lot better to have more people, more communication. So uh, going forward, we're going to continue this. Hopefully have some call in. Who's your next guest? I'm not sure. I was just talking about Steve Malone, possibly with the fire department, since uh, Piatone and Manhattan are now one fire oh, department. So yeah. I think maybe it'd be good to get him on here in the next few weeks. Anyway, I mean, maybe next month, whatever. I did talk to Caudry at the Historical Society. She said she would come on, talk about you know the historical site, how how it started, yep. uh, what she knows about it. Anyway, she wasn't around when it started. I don't yeah. want to say that. But, <laughs> I'm sure she uh, knows everything. She's yeah. very smart. <laughs> so. Again, uh, thanks everybody, and I just want to say, uh, you know, if you have any, you know, questions or concerns or topics to talk about, just please uh, email at the Manhattan Minute Podcast at gmail.com and um, you know we'll get we'll get it on the show right away. And I'll keep everybody updated on the, on the big severe weather seminar. Yeah. It's going to be coming up at the end of March at Lincoln Way West in New Lenox. All right, All right. definitely. And um, also, I, I just saw this. Maybe uh, if there's a big event, you can always call in wherever you're at and you see something and we're doing this and it's bad weather out there. We could always yes. you know, throw that on there too. So any other last words, anyone? Nope. Nope, no? I'm All good. Right. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much.